Welcome to the Plus Six Podcast. My name is Pete, and I go by the name of AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter. This is a solo podcast for a review of Round 5. This podcast is being recorded on Monday night, April 19. Just a couple of Round 5 takeaways. Contested ball, disputed ball, has started to increase across the board. Scoring has decreased in the last two weeks as coaches are adjusting to 75 rotations, back to normal game length, and the player on the mark rule. Teams scored an average of 79.1 points in round five. Teams are averaging 82.8 points per game in 2021. Teams scored an average of 78.7 points in rounds four and five. In 2019, teams scored an average of 80.4 points. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over the next few weeks and whether we get a scoring spike or not. Okay, on to the nine games from round five. St Kilda versus Richmond, five takeaways. St Kilda minus 19 contested possession in round five. Four of five games have been a negative differential for the Saints this season. Richmond, teams have averaged 102.8 uncontested marks against the Tigers this season. Marley and Pickett, he did play in the rack just a little bit again on Thursday night. He didn't see much of a scoring spike. He scored 48 points. Toby Nankervis was in a crush spot against Paul Hunter as Rowan Marshall was a late withdrawal for this game and he posted 119 points. Jack Steele is getting it done recently for the Saints. As far as his fantasy average is concerned, he has averaged 117.5 points from his last four games. He posted 115 points against the Tigers in round five. Just some game notes there. Uh, Rowan Marshall is due back in round six. And Paddy Ryder shouldn't be that far away either this week or next. On to West Coast versus Collingwood. Five takeaways. West Coast averaged 8.1 disposals per inside 50 this season. And 9.4 in the last two games actually. That can represent slow ball movement and is actually good for fantasy. Collingwood, team disposals, ranked 1 in 2018, ranked 1 in 2019, ranked 1 in 2020, currently ranked 14th. Now that's either a clear shift, uh, potentially in game style for the Magpies, and don't forget Adam Trelaw was traded out at the end of last year. So there's a high disposal winner right there out of that team. And Taylor Adams um, was injured there last week. So he missed. So uh, a massive drop off for the Magpies. Uh, Consistently number one and down to 14th this year. Um, Just maybe it's a combination of both. So it'd be interesting to see how that plays out over the next few weeks for the Magpies. Okay, Finlay McCray made his debut in round five, 
just a couple of things you want to see from a player on a debut. Just one or two nice things in close, however, how they touch the ball, um, clean possession. And even though we didn't see much of it early in the game, um, his uh, one touch was actually pretty outstanding. So uh, he was stuck in the half-forward zone for the most of the early first three quarters, actually, in that game. So pretty much a dead zone in that half-forward zone. Uh, yeah, he can be missed on uh, ball movement going forward. Uh, he was released uh, into the middle of the ground on ball in the last quarter, and he went off. So he racked up disposals with these. Um, he probably looked better on the outside rather than the inside. Uh, at stoppages, he was well beaten. Um, he was isolated in some situations. So he was easily defeated there with the uh, ball going to his opponent. So that's something he's going to learn as he develops uh, at AFL level. But yeah, um, he looked outstanding and pretty much a, a pretty good fantasy prospect going forward. Uh, Andrew Gaff found plenty of the ball out on the wing for the Eagles, 131 points. And Liam Duggan, season high, uh, 148 points there. And most of his ball was won across halfback. Just some game notes there. Um, how, with a hamstring injury for the Magpies, uh, Darcy Moore did play forward in that game, so it'd be interesting to see how the Magpies play that out in round six on Anzac Day. Uh, Will Kelly uh, shouldn't be that far away. I'd expect him to go forward, and that potentially moves um, Darcy Moore into defence, and uh, Jordan DeGoey will miss round six in concussion protocol. On to the Western Bulldogs versus Gold Coast, five takeaways. Western Bulldogs, 415 disposals against Gold Coast. They're ranked number one, averaging 413.4 disposals per game this season. To Gold Coast, they're minus 36.6 disposal differential in their last three games. To Josh Dunkley, uh, 38 disposals, 8 tackles, and 151 points in a monster game for Dunkley. Uh, Marcus Bontempelli as well in a monster game, 33 disposals and 3 goals for 133 points. Uh, the Bulldogs clearly dominated this game in the first half and just racked up points with ease. Obviously, with the Bulldogs smashing the Suns early in this game, um, in defence, uh, the Suns did see a lot of ball. Oleg Markov was the payoff there. And again, uh, plenty of traffic in his D50. Uh, he scored 100 points. Just some game notes there. Bailey Williams fractured collarbone two to four weeks on the sidelines, and Caleb Daniel is set to return from suspension in round six. On to Sydney versus GWS. Five takeaways. Sydney allowed the least amount of uncontested marks this season at 61.2. Having conceded more than 70 uncontested marks in any game this season. GWS, plus 14... 0.0 contested possession in the last two weeks. Uh, rounds 1 to 3, that was minus 7.3. So an uptick in Giants contested possession there. Uh, Callum Mills found plenty of ball in defence in round 5. So that was interesting to see John Longmire uh, move Mills to the halfback to win most of his ball. Uh, his scoring... Uh, didn't wasn't affected actually 101 points but yeah without Rampy interesting to see where Miller's won most of his ball in round five uh, 
Braden Campbell slowed down somewhat, just 62% time on ground for Campbell in round five and 44 points there. And Josh Kelly again, outside roll in round five. Uh, found most of his ball out on a wing for 89 points and kicked the game winner. To some game notes there, Lance Franklin is out three to four weeks with a knee and Tom Hickey, uh, he was excellent in this game early and unfortunately did a injured his knee in this game as well and he's out six to eight weeks. Just on the Giants side of things, Kieran Briggs and Matt Flynn described as a huge chance to play in round six by Leon Cameron in his post-game presser. He also said Shane Mumford is unlikely to play. So Carlton versus Port Adelaide, five takeaways. Carlton inside 50 differential, round one is minus 34. Rounds two to five, an average of plus 13.3, and that is ranked second over that period of time. So the Blues getting the ball inside there at a high rate, but it's coming out just as quick. To Port Adelaide, plus 15.5 average uncontested marks in four winning games this season. Just Sam Walsh, uh, he's taken his game to a different level uh, to most this season. He scored 118 points against the power. Carl Amon increased midfield usage without Zach Butters in round five. He scored 110 points. And Zach Williams is yet to hit any heights this year from a fantasy perspective, and he scored 81 points. Just some game notes there. Sam Powell Pepper is available for selection in round six as per Nathan Bassett, Power Assistant Coach, today. Um, interesting, Michael Voss did say uh, a few hours earlier that he needed a couple more weeks, so it'll be interesting to see where that plays out. To Dan Houston, uh, he did injury his shoulder and was subbed out of this game. Um, apparently, there's no shoulder damage uh, whatsoever. So, interesting that he was in plenty of pain. So, he'll be a test for round six. And Hamish Hartlett did receive a pretty severe uh, leg cork, and he should be around, fine for round six as well. On to Brisbane versus Essendon. Five takeaways. Brisbane minus 63 average disposal differential, rounds 1 to 3. Rounds 4 and 5, uh, averaging plus 20 differential. To Essendon, conceded an average of 25.8 scoring shots this year, and that is ranked 16th. Lockie Neal, uh, he had a free reign in that midfield against the Bombers in very wet conditions. And that was perfect conditions for Neil to get back. He did uh, confirm that he uh, trained for the first time pretty much fully last week. Uh, he pops up for 145 points in what was in, in the end a soft matchup uh, for Brisbane against Essendon. 145 points there. And Jared Lyons, pretty much the same scenario there. Soft matchup. And he goes for 130 points. And Joe Danaher. Uh, also for Brisbane, uh, 25 disposals in t and two goals in wet conditions. So that was an outstanding result, and he went for 115 points. On to some game notes there. Oscar McInerney uh, had an in ankle injury late in that game, so he did come off the ground very late uh, in the last quarter. So that's something to keep an eye out for heading into round six. On to Adelaide versus Fremantle, five takeaways. Adelaide are averaging 
forward disposals for this year, that is ranked 16th. And so Fremantle, they have reached 69.7 points, rounds one to three, rounds four and five, uh, they've upped that to 90 points average per game. To Luke Ryan, uh, with the addition of Griffin Logue into defence for the Dockers, uh, he was freed up uh, to go back to his intercepting role, and he scored 113 points. Sean Darcy, that was probably his best game at AFL level. Uh, he was pretty solid for the Dockers in crucial situations, and he scored 101 points. Uh, Lockie Shaw was everywhere again, out on a wing, uh, moving, becoming a link uh, between defence and forward, going all the way back into defence to help out, clear that ball out of defence. So he scores 103 points, and yeah, he was everywhere. Game notes, uh, just on Adelaide there, uh, Rory Laird was assessed for a shoulder concern, but he did come back onto the ground and looked fine. Onto Hawthorne versus Melbourne, five takeaways. Hawthorne recorded a season low 342 disposals against Melbourne. Melbourne allowing 73 average uncontested marks this season. That is ranked second. So the Demons not allowing teams to take uncontested marks at will. Max Gorn, uh, completely dominant early in this game, and he finished with an equal game high 10 marks and 131 points, and that was pretty much unders in the end. He could have gone for a whole lot more. But the Hawks were blown out in the last quarter, so uh, Gorn didn't really have to do that much to keep going. Uh, just for the Demons there as well, Clayton Oliver, another ceiling game from Oliver. Uh, he has high centre-bounds usage and he goes for 121 points. Just onto Hawthorne there, Jarman Impey have been very good across halfback for the Hawks this year. He's averaged 93.8 points from his last four games, again, off a halfback role for the Hawks. He scored 94 points against Melbourne in round five. Just some game notes there. Ben Brown, Sam Wiedemann are available for selection for Melbourne now, are both coming off injuries missing the early game to the season. So it'd be interesting to see how the Demons uh, team selection plays out over the next few weeks, whether they are included. Uh, just on that, Tom McDonald has been outstanding nearly part of this season, so uh, he's not losing his spot anytime soon. Uh, Stephen May is some chance also to return in round six from an eye injury. On to Geelong versus North Melbourne, five takeaways. Geelong season high, 441 disposals against North Melbourne. Onto North Melbourne, have a league worst, minus 71.4 disposal differential this season. So opposing teams against the Kangaroos are winning the ball with uh, ease and, yeah, popping in high disposal team rates there. Onto Jack Zebel, he's accumulating disposals with ease in defence and obviously a high kick-in uh, usage rate there as well. Uh, he went for 140 points there, so plenty of traffic from the Kangaroos. Uh, they're getting defeated quite easily most games, so plenty of traffic headed Jack Zebel's way. And if he stays in that spot all year, uh, you're going to expect to see some more ceiling games from him. To Tom Powell, just in his first year of footy, uh, he was solid again through the midfield role. Um, he has excellent ball handling skills. Uh, scores 73 points against the Cats in round five. But yeah, he's going to be one hell of a player going forward for the Kangaroos. 
and he's going to excel at fantasy, I would think. To Tom Stewart, he was lined up to post a monster score against the Kangaroos, but still finished with a pretty decent return of 114 points. Just some game notes there. Patrick Dangerfield ankle. I did go off and get assessed late in that game, but he said it's just a little tweak in post-game interview, and he should be good to go this week. And Chris Scott pretty much announced that Jeremy Cameron is set to play in around six. So the Kangaroos, Aaron Hall, uh, was concussed in this game. He left. Uh, quite disappointing. Uh, for those in short-form fantasy and season-long fantasy, if you had targeted Aaron Hall, um, he was set up for a pretty decent game across halfback. He did line up in that halfback role again, so yeah, disappointing for those that targeted him. Uh, quite unlucky in that scenario. And Cam Zuha and Luke Davies Unek uh, available to return in round six. Okay. Uh, Jeb and I will return for episode 77 on Tuesday night. Uh, But until then, uh, thanks for tuning in.